0: Hello, hello, peace and blessings, beautiful people. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I am Zalika, and I'm so glad you're here with me today as we continue on this journey of the secret, oh, the greatest secret by Rhonda Barr. I am super excited to continue on. It's been a minute since I recorded. Of course, you as a listener probably don't know how long it's been because the last episode is just right there, but I know that it's been a minute. I took a little break for the holidays, and the holidays are past, and I am back in full swing with this thing. So this chapter is chapter three. It's called The Reveal Continued, and it's basically just continuing on to talk about what the greatest secret is which is that I am awareness, that you are awareness, that and that is the, the greater consciousness that is present. And I like the way that this chapter kind of goes into it because at one point it describes it as a jar. If you can imagine an empty jar has space in it and space around it, so itself is in space. And so that's kind of like us as a human being. We are in the space. We hold the space. We're surrounded by the space. That is all a part of the awareness, the the great consciousness. And I just like that example because sometimes, sometimes I can feel disconnected from the world around me or from people, my friends if we haven't talked to each other for a while or we've just we've grown apart maybe we're just we've moved away we're doing different things in life so we're literally not as connected as we once were and when i get to feeling that way it kind of makes me sad like oh this is my world these are my people this is this is my life and when i don't have those external validations to remind me of my life it can give me a little anxiety And gosh, that that whole statement, there's a lot rolled into that. Well, first, let me say, remembering that I am awareness, that you are awareness, is just like my way of coming back to the peace that is always available. I, I don't need to believe those thoughts that tell me I'm disconnected from anyone or anything because I'm always connected. And in true reality, I'm always connected to everything around me. So that is my awareness reminder to know that I am connected to all things. And so that's one part. And two, I don't have to believe those thoughts that tell me that I am disconnected from any person, place, or thing that I love or that I miss, whatever. And then another part of that is the anxiety. So the anxiety is something that I, I've dealt with throughout my life. And I've always thought it was interesting when someone is diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And I'm like, well, I guess if we're diagnosing feelings, then yeah, I have generalized anxiety disorder, but I'm, I've never really claimed that. And technically no one's diagnosed me with that, but I, do observe my thoughts and how my thoughts create feelings in my bodies, and how that gives me anxiety. So for example, last weekend I attended a convention and in order to attend this, I missed two days of work. And so I was having a lot of, experiencing a lot of anxiety about that because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm missing work, I'm not going to make any money, I'm taking away from money. I'm going to spend money instead of making money. So I had all these, all these thoughts, all these thoughts that were giving me a feeling of of tenseness and and like my chest was tight and I my whole body was tense. I just couldn't relax, and I would become aware of that. And let me let me go ahead and go to that part. She says, "How can you practice?" staying as awareness and she has a little three steps to bliss suggestion that she gives and one step one ask yourself am i aware step two notice awareness and step three stay as awareness so when you ask am i aware awareness is present instantly the mind may come in quickly after with a thought, but if it does simply ask the question again and the more you ask the question the longer you will remain as awareness and the quieter your thoughts and your mind will become. So, <clears throat> so there's a quote in here and it says, notice that the mind and all this changes has a changeless background. And that to me means that the, the real me is the one observing all that's happening, all the thoughts that all the feelings that are created from the thoughts, all of that stuff. And so, in in that way, I kind of, no longer identify with the feeling and I don't say I'm anxious I just say I'm feeling anxious or I'm experiencing being anxious because I am NOT anxiety and that's not the real true me it's just something that has been created in my body due to my thoughts and so this last week every time I noticed my body getting tense I kind of backtracked and I thought okay am I aware Am I aware of what's happening in my body, and what's happening in my mind? And I would kind of backtrack and realize that I was worrying. I was focusing so much on, I'm going to miss out on this these two days of making money, and Like that's all I could think about. And because of that, it made me feel so anxious and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe this is my body since my intuition is telling me not to go. And, uh, and that is something that I've battled with a lot in my life is is this my intuition? Is this really my intuition speaking to me? Or is this fear speaking to me masquerading as my intuition? And in this case, I decided that yes, this is just fear masquerading as my intuition because I've been looking forward to this convention for literally months. Months, I've been looking forward to it. And I knew the whole time that I was going to be missing two days of work. Like that was not That was always a thing that was not changed and and then I also decided do I want to make my decisions based on fear and anxiety no because I believe that fear is meant to heighten our senses to make us more aware of something that's going on so that we can better respond so if if I'm almost gonna hit an animal, or if a car is about to hit me, or if I'm almost about to fall down the stairs, or if I'm about to eat something that I might not that might not like go well with my body, or if a, there's an animal in front of me that might eat me, there's so many things that like biologically the way that our bodies respond to external stimuli regarding fear, a lot of those things are not a factor anymore. Because myself, we live in modern civilized communities. We don't we don't live out in nature like we used to. And so the function of fear has changed in our daily lives, but the response like the way it is existing in our bodies is the same. It does what it's supposed to do. So with all that being said, I I'm so grateful that I'm learning, relearning this. Idea of being aware of life. She says that you are awareness. You're not a person being aware of something. You are infinite awareness itself. I am actually, th- this human being that I am is being observed by the infinite awareness. And I am just experiencing being Zalika. And I've literally written. In my gratitude list, that I'm grateful that I get to experience being Salika because she's a pretty interesting human. Sometimes she thinks too much. Um, sometimes she does a really great job of convincing herself of why she should just chill instead of get up and work out. <laughs> and sometimes she does get up and work out and she feels so proud of herself and her body feels good. Her body's thanking her for what she did. And I get to experience this life through this human. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to learn to love this because this is what it is. It is what it is. And so that's kind of why I like to share these things. And that's why I like to do this, these podcasts, because I really think that these types of teachings could be so beneficial in someone's daily life i know that i'm not the only person that experiences anxiety and that has these thoughts that convince me to not do things that i want to do and every time i i Go the other way, and instead of believing those thoughts that convince me not to do something that I might love, I am learning to listen to the thoughts and believe the thoughts that convince me to do the things that I might love, and then I and I do love them, and I I grow more as um, as a person as a spiritual being. I grow more into this life through love rather than through fear, and. This is just me sharing my experiences and how this this book and these people talk about similar things and i just think that if other people could embrace these types of philosophies in their daily life then they might feel more proud of themselves they might do things i never imagined they could do they might go on to be one of the greatest teachers in the world. They might be one of the greatest artists in the world. They might just be the greatest mom in the world as a result of living and loving and, and not living in anxiety. And actually, that reminds me of this part. Behind your eyes is the same consciousness The only consciousness consciousness that is behind jesus buddha krishna and behind all eyes think about that your consciousness is the same consciousness as all of the great beings that's how close you are to them they're not at a distance from you you are one with them Ah, i just absolutely love that because we all share the same time and space well Maybe not the same time, but we all share the same space. A lot of things change throughout the space, but this is this is all a part of one consciousness, one awareness. And I just, I love that Sean, my mentor, he talks about how he has like this council within his mind side and he can connect to all the great minds that he admires at any given time. they they give him advice they give him suggestions and regardless of being able to connect with individuals that maybe it's just your imagination whatever it is regardless of that still connecting to the great consciousness is where i i receive the most interesting images and visions and ideas all kinds of stuff and and when i allow my mind to kind of just be observed i don't even want to say be quiet because sometimes i just can't sometimes my mind is just racing and i can't even chill but it's always temporary it's always temporary and so when when i am like not in those moments of like my mind racing i am just really fully connected to the source the greater consciousness and and it's just like this sense of peace and love and connection and well-being well being that everything is good here all is welcomed here whatever happens and i actually had a beautiful moment of awareness at the convention this past weekend and they had a dance floor and I was, I was dancing, I was dancing my heart out. It was great. So I was dancing, and I was tired. No, I just didn't like the song. And so I was sitting down on the stage, and then I was just like looking out at the crowd of people, just all jumping up and moving around, twisting their bodies up however they want to do. And I just cried a little bit, just seeing the beauty and the connection and the love and we get to be here and do this. We get to experience this life however we choose to. However you want to experience this life, you can. And if today you are not living the experience that you want to, then that's just a clue. This is just information. What you see before you is just information that you're not where you want to be. And that's okay. Love it. Love it because it's letting you know that you're not done yet. And from this moment, from this space, you can take steps. Take steps to whatever it is that you do want. A very wise person has told me recently that to create a mentally tough mindset, just do it. Just take action. Whatever it is you want to do, if it's really big and you can't possibly do the end today, that's fine. Break it down to baby steps. Take Sean says, take one bite of the elephant today. Break it down to what you can do today. And do that thing. There's no you don't gotta think about it too much. And I'm saying this to myself, you don't gotta think about it too much because The mind, the mind is not necessarily necessarily the creator. I believe the mind is kind of a funnel that that receives whatever the consciousness is downloading, and it kind of gets filtered through our minds. But when sometimes for myself, my mind is so distracted with all this like monkey mind, all this chatter, that. I'm not even aware that I'm getting the answers I've been seeking that I am getting the the coolest ideas that I am getting guidance towards what I've been seeking so with all that being said just just remember the three little steps step one ask yourself am I aware step two notice awareness and step three stay aware. And I know it can be difficult sometimes to grasp this concept because we're so in the habit of thinking about stuff, especially for myself. But I like how they describe it in here that the awareness is formless. It's like love. You can feel the sensations of love in your heart. You can't grasp it in your hands. And so you can't really Get the mind to stop thinking by thinking about not thinking. (laughs) You can't use the mind to stop the mind and break the habit of thinking. So instead of using the mind to quiet the mind, instead allow the thoughts to come and go without giving them any attention. And I like to call that not getting on the train of thought. I just let the train go by the station that I'm in. (sighs) And Again, just the the point of all of this to me is that as I am aware of the moment, I'm I'm learning to let go of everything I think that I am, all the limitations, all the things that I think are why I can't do that or why I should do that or why I am doing this. Sometimes I... I really need to just lose my mind, just get out of my mind so I can really just do what I want to do because I, cause I know, like how many of us know what we want to do? We know what we should do. We know we should work out three times a week. We know we should eat the whole foods, not the candy bars all night. We know that we should go to bed early. There's all these things we know we should do simply because we think we should and, and that in itself is a limitation because we don't even know. We don't even know what would happen if we did these things, if we really did these things, because all we do is think about doing them. So the fact that we continually think about doing them and don't do them, it's, it's just creating a limitation. And it's also for myself, it creates this level of like shame and not trusting of myself because it's, it's like, if I should be doing this and I'm not, what does that say about how I feel about myself? And that just gets into a whole nother train of thought. And really all of this can be eliminated when I, I'm running away with this train of thoughts. And and it's making me feel some type of way. I just stop, yell at myself to stop. That I get that from Joseph McClendon III. And I just ask, am I aware? Am I aware? And it brings me back to now. So, at the end of the chapter, she always has this little summary. So, let me read a couple things from her summary. Oh, this is a good one. A telescope is just an instrument without the astronomer looking through it. And your body and mind are instruments of awareness. So, you can focus on something like this little sign behind me that says "dream." Can focus on just that little sign and only that or you can zoom out to the big picture of the whole room and actually you can't even see the whole room but you can focus on the one little part and you can be aware of the bigger picture and i just love that because there's so many things that happen on a daily basis like one little thing that could just piss me off and throw off the whole day or i could zoom out and see that that's just one teeny, 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 teeny tiny moment in the whole that is my existence. And does it really matter anymore when I look at it like that? It's just another experience, and I love that, and it's all good. Even right now, if I don't know if you can tell, but I, my, I'm congested because I've been hanging around a cat, and apparently that cat has caused me some allergic reactions. So that is just something I'm experiencing right now and I could be upset I could complain about it I could go on and on about it or I could just be grateful that I'm having this experience because it's going to be temporary it's it's already farther along now than it was when it started so it's almost over basically and I love the cat so it's all good The way to break the mind's habit of non-stop thinking once and for all is to stay as the awareness that you are. So, you can shift your awareness, your attention to awareness by noticing awareness multiple times throughout the day. And you can do that by asking the question, am I aware? Noticing the awareness and just staying as the awareness. You can... Just focus yourself and then zoom it out and see what you see. Feel what you feel. Whatever it is, it's all good because it's here. So that's all I have for you today, wonderful people. Thank you for being here. I love you and appreciate you. Next week, we will be reading chapter four, Your Dreaming. It's time to wake up. So, as always, if you want to talk to me, you can find me on my website, abstractlogicart.com. And if you're interested in audiobooks or digital copies of books, also documents and magazines and stuff like that, you can check out Scribd on my bio. I just share that with people because if you sign up with someone's link who's already affiliated, Then you get two months free and I get a month free. So that's just cool for both of us. And besides that, I'm here for you. I love you. And thanks for listening. Peace and blessings. Bye for now.